People like me are the reason OxyClean came up with one of these. It's a portable stain remover, something you can keep in your pocket whenever you go out. I've been known to cause some stains in my life. I never outgrew my childish, uh, somewhat impulsive behavior. I'll grab the pitcher and pour real fast and water will splatter around. I have a former roommate and he laughs that 16 years after we lived together, I still cannot get just the right amount of ice to not at least have one hit the ground whenever I put ice in our glasses. It's part of who I am. I'm living with it. It's my life. Those spills are okay. It's, um, usually those are water. Water is not too difficult to clean up. But the challenge, the reason companies came up with these kind of devices is, is for those times when it's not just water, right? When the food gets spilled, it's, it's not so easy to clean those spills up. The reality is that even when I have a bottle of spray away on the go, I can't fully restore my clothes. The stain will be less noticeable. It'll be better if I've used this product, but the damage has been done. Despite what the companies will tell you, the food or the liquid may dissipate, but some residue will remain. I have plenty of proof of that. That's the trouble with stains. We can't completely clean up our messes. There will always be some lingering effect. Your confidence is a little shaky. Someone makes an offhand comment. He thinks it's harmless. Twenty-five years later, you can remember the scene, the words, the feeling, even though you know that he could not recollect, recollect even a moment from that scene, you still remember it vividly. A purchase is made. It's not that expensive. It's easy to justify. You're not supposed to go through life just having difficult days. You need some pleasure in three years later. That purchase and others have mounted into debt. And you wonder which bill to put off. I'm tired and, and stressed. I just need a little mindless television to end the day. I'll read and pray tomorrow. But then tomorrow you're just as tired and stressed and life has given you other responsibilities and you have additional demands and the tomorrow when you were going to read and pray never comes. And that residue isn't just that you've missed out on some spiritual practices to help you deal with your stress. You've missed out on building a relationship that can help see you through life. The choices we make, the jerky movements, the careless bite, the grabbing of more than we can hold, all have residual effects. 
Combine those with other people's stains and we can see why the world just can't get it right. All our stains mixed together. And those are the obvious stains. A friend of mine likes to bring into the sanctuary a a window frame from time to time. The first time he does it, people walk through the sanctuary and they look at that window frame and they want to know, why is that here? They look at it. It just seems like a normal window frame to them. So they sit down and wait for the explanation. He comes in and describes that window frame and now the glass you can see through okay, but then he gets out his Windex and starts to clean those panes. And all of a sudden you realize just how dirty they had been. You start to think of your own windows and, more importantly, your own life and how accustomed we become to looking through film because we don't know any better. Or maybe because we prefer it. Sometimes it's Sad to say, but sometimes when the windows are too clean and the light comes in too brightly, we shy away from that. We're just so accustomed to the film on the windows, the film in our lives. We can be overwhelmed by the light. The clothes I wear won't ever be too clean, and the windows I wash will only be clean for the briefest of moments both of which I can say of my soul as well. Like the stains on my clothes, I have to acknowledge on a day like today that my soul has smudges. Stains from sins for which I have not yet repented and residue from sins for which I have been forgiven. The truth is that God may send those sins as far as the east is from the west. But I still remember some. And the effects on other people's lives, the damage I've done is still there. So what am I to do? What are you to do? Many people attribute Psalm 51 to King David. Tradition has it that he wrote this psalm as an act of contrition after his abuse of power. He took advantage of Bathsheba. He mistreated, then sacrificed Uriah. The connection to Psalm 51 and King David seems obvious when you read it. But like every psalm, it's not just about David. It's about us. Each of us. All of us. It's a plea that's bigger than any individual. It's a petition that we should all pray on behalf of ourselves and of humanity. It expresses the only hope that we have to become cleaned of our sins, restored from our uncleanliness, made new. 
Have mercy on me, O God. According to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty, a sinner when my mother conceived me. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be made clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. And do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. And sustain in me a willing spirit. I invite you to begin the season of Lent honestly. To know your transgressions and seek truth in your inward being. I invite you to ask God to purge you with hyssop, a cleaning agent, so that as these days pass, the only one who can wash you until you become whiter than snow will do just that. Pray for a clean heart for a new and right spirit, for the joy of God's salvation. And may God grant you all of these.